Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And we're tired. <laughs> we are so tired. And we're in Philly. We are in Philly. We're recording in the morning, and then we'll upload it later because we might have someone on later by the name of Stephanie. We'll play a game that we've done before on the show, but we'll do better questions this time yeah. and make it more of a high-risk one. We're going to enhance it a bit. <laughs> but we are in Philadelphia on a trip that Steph, who's going to be on later, put together. So shout out to her. She found an awesome Airbnb, which we're recording from. But so cute. It's so cute, but like very dangerous if you're drunk. So hazardous. <laughs> Not only are they steep stairs, but they're just like uneven. The floors are warped. It's, it's a lot. There's when holes. You're there's holes in the living room floor where you can look down to the kitchen, like you can literally pass notes between floors <laughs> through the holes in the wall. It's a trick. Not wall floors. <laughs> floor notes. But it's like that. What's the show where they're in prison and they have to pass notes to the, to the toilet <laughs> and they're doing toilet fishing? We're gonna do Airbnb floor fishing. <laughs> but. Um, we'll fill you guys in on the rest of our trip. We just got here last night. We haven't done that much. We're going to go to brunch in a little bit, which is why we're doing it pre-brunch. And then we'll come back and talk about our day. Once we break, come back, have Steph on after we're done with brunch. So it'll be a fun game. Um, we're going to start with what? Floribama? Yeah, let's start with Floribama. Not, not all that much actually happened. It was two episodes because we didn't record on our our normal time. So we have the one from last week and then the one from this week where they go to South 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 Cackalack. The whole time I'm like, is this the name of his town? I've never heard of the South Cackalack. And then when they're driving by on the side, they cross it out. out. I was like, okay. I was watching it this morning and I was like, Ted, what the fuck is South Cackalack? (laughs) What? And, And they, but they made sure to pronounce it. The specific way as well. Yeah, like Amy was pronouncing it. So it must be a thing. I don't know. But they were going to Westminster, South Carolina. Um, but the episode before that, they go to Nashville. Yes. With The girls go to Nashville with Maddie. And then the guys go to Westminster, South Carolina with Cody. So there was a little bit of separation there. I was almost in tears. Like, it was so sad. I couldn't, like, I didn't, I don't know. It was just, like, heartbreaking. So sad when Nilsa goes to the site where her friend died, essentially. And, you know, she has all of those, the cross and the Mm -hmm. candles and the flowers. I I honestly... The white claw. The white claw. I honestly felt like I was about about to be in tears as well. It was just so emotional. And you just think about, like, I can't even imagine. Maybe I did cry. There was an episode that I watched. I don't know which show it was because it was a while ago, and I cried. And I don't know, but it could have also been Real Housewives of New Jersey, so. If it would have been one, well, yeah, it could have been Jersey. But I feel like this was the episode, if you were going to cry, from Fort Alabama, that was it. Because I just, you could hear the pain in her voice, like. I couldn't imagine. I mean, she was so upset. She like throwing up on Floribama is a normal occurrence, but like she was completely sober throwing up because she was so nauseous from being so emotional. That's a whole nother level of emotion. Very um, sad. But this week's episode, they go to they all meet up. Sounds like Maddie's gonna be a permanent fixture on the yes. show. Which we kind of predicted. Yeah. Except then we were like, oh wait, never mind, Just she's kidding. not. Um but also, time frame-wise, I keep thinking this is, like, weeks, because it feels like weeks. Yes. Because they're airing it over a few weeks, but it's literally been, like, four days. Which is crazy. Because Courtney is still in bed, essentially. Yeah, it's like, you can't be recovering from your tonsils. Although, her tonsils look nasty. I don't understand how they got to that level. I don't feel like she's, like, taking care of her tonsils. Her, or her throat, I mean. No, that's them removed. I think. It looked terrible. <laughs> I think like, that's maybe what she should healing. Get the, oh my gosh. She should have <laughs> them put back in because it looked terrible. No, that's some healing. I think, I truly believe that's some healing. Or maybe that's a pre. <laughs> if that's a pre, I'm sorry. That's fucking gross. You should have gone to the doctor like 
12 years ago. There's a, you would be overdue. Yeah. Far overdue. <laughs> um, so then they all meet up. One, I was watching that this morning. I almost wanted to throw up when they were putting the Bacardi, the Everclear, more Bacardi, then pineapple juice, and then fruit punch. And what did they call it again? Cockapoo. Oh, cockapoo. It's like, I have never fucking heard of cockapoo. I don't know. It this was literally be... just jungle juice. It was jungle juice when they just named it cockapoo. They just have a thing with like the C's, like cacklack, cockapoo. It's just a thing down south, I guess. The best thing, I think it was Candace's dad was just walking around the whole entire episode with just the jug of yes. it and was just carrying it around yelling, my son. So. <laughs> it was, it was a very interesting moment. He's just, he's trying to leave with the. Cockapoo mix. Her I parents are like, wild. Her parents are freaking wild, and she got so upset. I think they do like Cody and like yeah. would want them to date, but I don't think they're ever going to. I think Candace has said so many times that she is just not interested in that way. She has deeply friend zoned him so so hard. So it's like, how many times do you need to be friend zoned before you actually stay in the friend zone? Uh, he's not taking the hint. No. I think he, he he was just feeding into it. I feel like by now he understands, but the parent, they, like, I would be a little annoyed at my I, parents. I would as well, because it's just an awkward situation where you've been told telling this guy so many times that you just want to be friends, and then your parents are feeding into it, like, mm-hmm. oh, my. No. you And I'm sure they know the situation as well. So don't my son this man. Yeah. And then just, like, it's so funny when they're showing, like, one, I totally understand Jeremiah way more after seeing his parents. Yes. Like, they seem very, like, level-headed, like, very rational people. How they met was funny, but... That was so funny. I, like, I can totally understand where he's coming from, and then on the flip side, I can totally see where Gus is coming from. I want to fucking punch his stepdad in the face when he's, like... Nilsa, why are you always in the middle? Like, shut up. It wasn't her fault. He gives me that toxic male energy. So hard. It's like coming through the screen. It's so much. They're the same person. Like. Yes. And and that's Down to like the tattoos, the hair, mm-hmm. the, the piercing. Like, everything is exactly the same. And that's where he, I mean, that's what he's been growing up with from what it sounds like his entire life. So it completely makes sense. For him to act the way he does. You know, him and... So they're in the cabin. Him and Papa Butts have that conversation where Papa Butts is really telling him, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. And he just has excuses. Like, if I don't want to change, I'm not going to change. My whole family was man whores, and if I want to be a man whore, I'm going to be one. It's like... It's... When you use the word but in the sentence... We were talking about this yesterday. Like, it negates the whole entire first part of the sentence. Like, you can't say... Oh, I'm sorry, but, like, there's no but. You're either sorry and you can do it or you can't, so. Yeah, the but, it's it's really, it's like, I don't really care enough to listen to what you're saying or care about what you're saying. I only care enough for appearances. So yeah. I'm going to say I'm sorry just out of, I don't know, appearance. Do you, I we never talked about this, but Amy getting engaged no, I, honestly, I knew, but, no, she did get engaged, and it was to that man, the man, Yeah, right? but, but we never talked about it on the, but that's what, like, that's the weird thing about Floribama, it's like, CS, you look at Siesta Key, and they're just seeping with, like, drama outside the show, like, they don't, they don't care about a contract, where, like, Floribama, nothing happens, like, no. outside the show. And you don't hear about anything, it's like, randomly you'll see one of them with a new boyfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're like... Oh, hmm. And then that's all you say. Yeah. You just see the one post, and it's done. The only real thing is that Amy is engaged to that guy. Yes. So. And this is, isn't this the man who cheated on her? Mm-hmm. And it just makes me sad, because... Is it the same guy that, the ex-meth? I think it, I think it's the same guy. I can't confirm, though, because I honestly did not read any of the articles. I just read the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's the same guy. I feel bad that Amy's parents couldn't go. To the... Yeah. The party thing. Yeah, I don't... You know what? Here's the thing about the show. Actually, I was watching the show with my mom, and she was like, these people seem very, like, low-maintenance, not bougie. And I was saying, that's so... It's true, because none of them really, except for maybe Jeremiah, come from families that are well-off or even just comfortable. Yeah. Well, 
Courtney. And, well, Court. So Courtney yeah. and I, I would think maybe Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them come from not very much. But even Jeremiah, like I, I don't think he grew up. Like he, I think he was well off. But also, like he missed out on a like. There's because he was homeschooled and stuff, That's and he always true. talks always about, about like that. he was homeschooled, so he did, he missed out on that whole public school or even yeah. just going to school thing. So that's why he says that some things he just doesn't understand. That's I always forget about that. That's so true. But they're really none of them are really like no, it's not like a siesta siesta yes. key situation going on, or even like Real Housewives. I think Jersey was like that for a while, yes. and this is essentially the same show. So. It's, I mean, it's going to evolve because they're yeah. all going to really start getting those big MTV checks. Yeah. And it's going to, I mean, they're going to change, but it's funny right now. And I don't know that it, I think all of their personalities, they're all just like these big, crazy party people. That I don't know that that will ever change regardless of how much money they have. No, I don't think that will change. Like, I think they'll always be able to have a show. Yes. So. They're hilarious. All of them. Yeah. They all, all of them together make up the show. And then, so then at the end of the episode, we have pretty much the end where Jeremiah and Gus finally look like they're solving Mm -hmm. their differences and just squashing whatever issue they have. And I was like, it's about damn time. The, uh, like, they just both want each other to say sorry. That is all they want. But both of them don't want to say sorry. So you're never going to make up. No. And it was like, I don't even remember what the stupid, I mean, I do remember what the fight is about, but... uh, Really, it was just, like, such a stupid thing to fight about that it's crazy that this is still going on. And in the episode before they make up, they're both like, you know what, they're not, this guy's not family anymore. Like, this is never going to happen. We're never going to make up. It's like, over what? Over a stupid guy that someone brought home from a bar. A random stranger that none of you guys know and none of you will probably ever see again. I am 100% Team Jeremiah because I don't like Gus. So he he was killing me when he was in last week's episode. They're trying to go come back from the bar, and he's trying to take this girl home to to Cody's parents' house. Chill out. You're going to somebody's parents' house. Where exactly yeah. do you think you're going to hook up with this girl? And that's where the whole, and Cody was like, I think Cody even said that, and like, oh, hopefully he can get some sense talked into him yeah. by Cody's parents because. His stepdad's not doing it. No, so. he's definitely not going to be that person, and he needs to get. He really just needs to get his shit together. It's like, you know what? It's it, and it's not even the fact that he's dating all these girls because he is single and he can do whatever he likes. But it's the way he goes about it, mm-hmm. and he's not respectful to the women. No, and also to Nilsa because he goes and he flirts with all these other women, but then he always ends up coming back to her, and it's not fair to her. Yeah, she needs to get rid of that man. I don't think anything else happened. No. Um, so, Siesta Key, on the flip side, they have no boundaries when it comes to a TV show outside Everything. of the show. So, especially because Polly's not in contract anymore. So, Polly is just going freaking ape shit on Twitter and Instagram, just like blowing everyone's spot up, it's mostly Juliet, because they just for some reason, do not get along. Because Polly's an asshole. Yeah. And I, you know what? Here's the thing. I like Juliet. I don't think she's, like, the sweetest person. No. But I, she's nowhere near as bad as Polly. No. But we, no, no, we have no. to talk about the Instagram posts that he had on this story. Okay. So, if not everyone saw it, we have screenshots. But Polly put up... it. I didn't even know this man could write that much. Like, <laughs> it was like a fuck, it was paragraphs, but that was it. Are you talking about the one where Juliet, he called him and stuff? Yes. So, Juliet apparently, when she found out that Alyssa, Alex's girlfriend thing, Whatever. was pregnant, she called Polly. One, that Polly was the first person she called. That is probably false because. Juliet also has a lot closer of friends than you, so why are you calling him? And she was like, my life is over, blah, 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 and it's like, I don't think she did that. And then also the accusations that he was making that, like, she wanted to harm the unborn child and all of this stuff is just so crazy. Like, I don't think, one, if she ever said anything, it would have been to him. And two, I don't think she would say that. 
he is so wildly uncredible. He has no he has no credibility at all. He first of all, we all know he does drugs and drinks whatnot, and he is off his rocker. So why are we gonna believe this man who clearly and also he has a lot to gain from this because he's trying to get attention. It's not like he is some random guy who has nothing to gain from making this accusation. Yeah. He has everything to gain because he wants back in on MTV. He, he does. He wants that MTV money, he wants the fame. So why are we gonna believe this random post from him? And like you said, why would he be the first person that she calls at four o'clock in the morning? How about she probably lives with somebody? How about she goes? She to lives that with Kelsey. Yeah, she like, lives with Kelsey. So how come she wouldn't have gone to Kelsey? The best line of the whole thing, though, is I'm just gonna read it. It's at that moment I knew Juliet was an evil, vile monster that the world at nothing at it doesn't even make sense that English. the world's stop at nothing to get what she wants, even if it means seeing an unborn child harm. Juliet is a couple French baguettes short of a picnic basket. Where does he even come up with this? Meaning she's totally out to lunch. Like, I don't even understand. Like, is this English? And it, it doesn't even make sense. Why is she out to lunch? Why is that the metaphor you use? To make matters worse, she lies like a Persian rug. <laughs> and then there's the picture... That he, yeah. Yeah, with her and Alex and him on the Aladdin rug. Please. That's how you know he has too much time on his hands. He needs he needs a job or a hobby because he's poorly photoshopping pictures of them into the Aladdin movie. <laughs> She's lying on a Persian rug. She is lying on that Persian rug. The Aladdin Persian rug. <laughs> Wait, he has way too much time on his hands. He needs to he needs to take a break from social media. Yeah. I think like so, all these people, not all these people, so I listened to the Jackie Schimmel podcast, and she got shadow banned and banned from Instagram for posting funny things about herself. Like, yeah, I heard they that. were literally about herself. Like, she was where, like, she posted a picture of her dog and was like, I want to eat him or something. Like, it was all about her own personal life, and then also just, like, she was posting pictures of her when she was younger and, like, saying funny things, but... This Instagram lets him stay on. Like, I don't understand their guidelines. It makes no sense. First of all, who has not reported this? I'm sure I'm sure they got, like, a ton of reports on this. Wasn't, but... Didn't he have an Instagram post, like, last week or a story where he, he was on Instagram with these girls who were literally just naked? That was Snapchat. Oh, that was Snapchat. Snapchat okay. has no rules. There's so. no standards on Snapchat. I mean, there really truly are no standards <laughs> on Snapchat, so I get it. Yeah, she... I sent you guys the video, yeah. right? She had absolutely no clothes on. Mm-hmm. Like... Completely naked, and he tried to do, you know how you can do, like, the little, like, emoji that tries to cover it? He tried, but, like, failed, and, like, it was just this woman's naked body blasted all over social media. With the random emoji, because mm-hmm. he, he could figure it out. This man has issues. I mean, another piece of interesting drama, not drama, but just a fact about him and Alex that, like, just absolutely tarnishes, well, Polly didn't need any more tarnishing, but... No. Alex is that they're anti-vaxxers which like I I don't know I can see why they are because of like his whole family thing but they just threw a huge anti-vax gala at his house it makes no sense to me and you know what I'm sorry if there's anybody who is an anti-vaxxer but he's gonna get canceled just like Kat Von D it's incorrect because it's ignorant there's no science there's no scientific evidence linking autism or you know diseases like that to vaccinations you had vaccinations I had vaccinations everybody we know had vaccinations and I don't know anybody my age with autism but the whole thing is like Kat Von D did you hear about Kat Von D I know she's an anti-vaxxer she's an anti-vaxxer so when that came out her sales plummeted on her makeup line now she stepped down as the owner of Kat Von D and their emergency like they're immediately rebranding and renaming it to remove anything wow. for Kat Von D on there. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's just like you're bringing back diseases that we pretty much eradicated because of some belief that I don't even know where it stems from because there's no scientific Jennifer evidence. <laughs> she is so problematic and we don't even have time to get into <laughs> the many reasons and ways she's problematic. But it's just insane. And it's just exactly. It's another like tick against them yeah it's like Polly already had a ton Alex was like I could deal like I could deal with him but 
Hopefully Alyssa has like more of, I don't know, but something. She, I don't know, that child I think is already going to have. Well, it might not even be Alex's, so. And that would be great because then she can vaccinate him or her. I forget, it's a girl. I think it's a girl, right? It's a girl. Okay, she can vaccinate Um, her. So then we go back to the show. Yes. They have the rosé party, like the housewarming party. Drama. I love that Robbie shows up with, a like, a 65-inch TV as a housewarming <laughs> gift. One, I get it. Like... You're trying to impress everybody. You're trying to impress everyone. And two, you're also, like, 30... What what did we say? 29, 30. So you yeah. actually show up with a real housewarming gift. Not like, here's a bottle of <laughs> champagne. Yeah. And... But you didn't need to bring the TV over then. <laughs> At that moment. And Casey was watching with me and she goes do they have a tv i said yeah they already do but you know what i guess they need a second but robbie i don't know how i feel about him like i I think he's like very business savvy i think so as well with i was telling you like how the market that he's going into is projected to go to a 10 billion dollar market like his company is going to do really well because he already has that bachelor fame Mm -hmm. that it's just going to like bump like he has access to all of the influencers that he wants because of the show that he was on so and he's pretty much one of those people who are really first to market with that too Mm -hmm. so he's gonna get the majority of that business and customers yeah I think he he is definitely very business savvy I honestly was with him up into the point when he was clapping he was clapping and he was instigating the situation yeah even Jared was like Robbie there's really no need to be instigating this. Mm-hmm. We're trying to... Everybody else is trying to defuse the situation, and he's amping it up. So, do you think... One, she... Chloe hit her first. She hit 100%. her hand away. Like, it's still... She's, she smacked her. Yeah. And I think Julia... Juliet went into such a blind rage that, like... It just escalated. I don't think she even realized what came over her. She All she saw was the hand in her face that got smacked away. And that was it. Yeah. That was the switch. Yeah. And, she, I mean, it was a big switch. It was not like, you know, a little dimmer. No. It was a full fucking switch. It, it went... She went from 0 to 100 in about 2 seconds. I love how... I don't know who... It was. It wasn't even like she's pulling her hair like when they were watching. They were like, she's pulling out her extensions. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. And I forget who it was. I think maybe it was Brandon. And he's just like chilling on the couch eating pizza. You know what? And that's the way you're watching the show with your food, but you're not involved in it. And that's probably the way to do it. But she really like went after her. And here's the thing. I think Chloe is very smart with this because... You do notice, and she tweeted about this, how, you know, she didn't fight back. Mm -hmm. She didn't put her hands back on her. I think that's just strategic. I don't think it was a thing where she didn't want to. I think also, like, Chloe's trying to play both sides Mm -hmm. of, she, she knows no one's, like, team Chloe ever, so she tries to stay neutral in, like, this whole thing because it's either team Alex or team Juliet or team Amanda. Like, no one's ever like, oh, yeah, Chloe, let's go. But... When you put, like, Chloe and Polly together, you're always Team Chloe. Like, with the whole, um, when they went on the trip and he's like, oh, do you need that? Whatever. But, I, I don't know. She tries to play it really neutral. Um, and her hair didn't even fall. Like, it didn't come out. She got punched. Like, end of the world. She, I mean, she, she did pretty, hit her pretty hard close fists, I will say. That initial hit was like, whew. That had to... But isn't it a trend that now two of your friends have punched you in the face? Do you see a pattern here? Like, Amanda broke your freaking nose. That should be the indicator (laughs) right there. But I was pissed off at Amanda screaming at Juliet because she did the same exact thing. She did. So she had no room to talk. She... She was the last person who should have been giving her advice. Yeah, and she's like, well, she she hit me first, and it's like, she hit Juliet, like... <laughs> she did. She It may not have been the same level of aggressiveness, but she she instigated that situation. And all she did was punch her in the back of the head. You broke her nose. Yes. And what's crazy is I feel like when the conversation started, it actually started from a good place where Chloe came in and just said, how do you see our relationship? Yeah. And it seems like... Okay, maybe things are going to go well. I mean, we all knew they weren't going to go well because we saw the previews, but if we hadn't seen the previews, 
we could have thought, you know what, maybe they're actually going to figure this out. And I don't even remember what was said that... It was the Alex thing. Okay. And, well, and that was the other problem, too. It was like, they weren't really talking about Alex. They were talking about their relationship individual. Well, at least Chloe was talking about. But it still involved Alex because, like, Juliet was so heartbroken when she walked in and saw, like, the people... Like, when she found out he was cheating on her... And then a few months later, you're best friends with Alex again. Like, it's a hard, it's like a fine line to kind of maneuver being best friends with one person and best friends with the other when they had such a nasty breakup. Chloe, I think, also plays all sides. Yeah. Not just both. She plays every single side she can. Yeah. She plays the side that's going to get her the most airtime, get her talked about. This episode, though, up until like the last... Had like when the fight broke out, yeah, was so scripted. Oh, completely. <laughs> Except maybe the Ish and Madison part, but that everything was else was so scripted that it was so funny. And then Clo- Juliet did that Instagram live a few days ago when Chloe grabs her phone and was like, "If you're a true fan of this, you won't think it's scripted and this isn't produced and all this stuff or fake." And it's and Juliet was like, "Can I have my phone back?" <laughs> But I think it's just laughable because I think no one else was saying it. It was just Chloe, and Chloe's trying so hard to. And I think it's because if it was real in air quotes, she would have the most sympathy. Yeah. But since everyone knows it's fake, she's not getting anything that she wants out of it. No, she she's looking for that attention and for people to feel bad for her, and it's it's not going to happen because we all we all know this is so completely fake. Yeah. The ugh, the other part. Going back to Robbie, I did like him up until the clapping, and then he had this line when Juliet's crying, and he's like, I was afraid to see you cry. Uh, yeah. I- <laughs> it's like, where is he going with this? And he's like, I didn't know you'd still look pretty. Like, what I the think fuck? it's taken out of context, because I think they talked about it, or, like, I feel like we're missing part of this conversation, because it made no sense, because I don't know. It was cringy. <laughs> it was cringy. I'm hoping there's another part of the conversation that we didn't hear and that he's not just like, I didn't want to see you cry because I thought you would look ugly. Yeah, it just is like, Which what? is how it came across. It is exactly how it came across and it, that's not better. But Juliet is an ugly crier. She is an ugly crier. So first of all, we know you're lying, sir. <laughs> Robbie. We've all seen her cry and she she's like Kim Kardashian yes. ugly cry level. So she, her entire face, every muscle in her face is moving when she's crying. And the best thing is like when she's like, she's very expressive with her face. Yes. Like I, they cut to the scene like from last season in this season, but when she's angry eating, when Alex and her go out to dinner and she's just like stabbing the food and like shoving it in her mouth. That's an iconic scene from the show. And he's not even touching anything because he's like, I don't, I... <laughs> I'm not going to fuck with the girl with a snake knife in her hand, stabbing her food. But she she's an ugly crier. I didn't understand that line. I'm hoping there was something else to it. That we missed. Yeah. He also, here's the other part that just is like, this is so scripted. He sneaks in this line. He's like, you know what, when I, when they're having lunch together and he's like, when I go for something, I just dive in and I love you. And, but she didn't say I love you back at all. She's well, so like, I also love that. The funny thing is, is like, he's like, I haven't felt this way about anyone since JoJo. Was it JoJo? Yes. And they cut to the scene of The Bachelor, which is interesting because that's a whole other thing. Like, does MTV, it doesn't matter. But, and then didn't he date, what's her face, Amanda Stanton for he did. a while? So, is that shade or <laughs> is that just how they wrote it in? The, like, I feel like MTV's trying to make it very apparent that this man was on The Bachelor. Yes, because they want all that Bachelor audience. Mm-hmm. They want the views. So, if you're a huge Bachelor fan, why would you not watch yeah. to see Robbie Hayes and see if he's the same or different on this show? Yeah. But I think the rest of the season's just going to get better. It's insane that we've had this level of drama and it's episode two. Mm-hmm. So, it can only go up. Yeah. It definitely can. I'm hoping this is the last season. Well, next episode, Alex comes back. And you like, know they show him landing on his flight, getting off the plane. I thought all he had was, like, cargo pants and a t-shirt, so... No, Chloe sent him some empty bags. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot you were in the third world country of fucking, like, Paris, so... <laughs> There's absolutely no Louis Vuitton there in Paris. 
None. Paris doesn't know, like, doesn't have any clothes, apparently. I don't even know if he was in Paris. But, <laughs> but we're just assuming. We're just assuming. That's, oh, I'm sorry, Italy. Yeah, you know what? Can't get the Gucci over in no, Italy. They don't have any designers there <laughs> Even though they all. have the fucking Gucci outlet, like. It's actually cheaper, but you can't get it there. He specifically could not get it. Maybe they wouldn't allow him in the stores. Maybe. They posted his face. Mm -hmm. Keep this man away. (laughs) Watch out for this man. Do not allow him to wear my clothes. Um, But I am so glad that we've gotten a hair pull on Siesta Key and Real Housewives of New Jersey now. Full circle here. I love it when you can just connect your shows. (laughs) It's amazing. So speaking of Jersey, what happens in the beginning of this this episode? I don't know what happens in the beginning of the episode, but they do the drag brunch. They do the drag brunch. It's Mother's Day. Oh, that's when I cried. It wasn't that episode. It wasn't Floribama. It was the Mother's Day thing when Teresa started crying oh. because her kids were oh, like, yes. even the Mother's Days that you weren't there, you still felt like you were here talking about when she was in prison. So it just like broke my heart. And then Joe had to ruin the fucking moment. Fucking gravy Joe. <laughs> Calls it. He re- he really truly, I don't know if it's he's trying to or but it seems like he's trying to pit his children against her mm-hmm. and it's like you need to shut the fuck up. I'm sorry, but she, this woman is taking care of your household. She's taking care of your legal bills. She your paid children. all of your back debt. Oh yeah, all your restitution mm-hmm. for things that you did, not her. And she signed one piece of paper. Like yep. and that and for that reason, she went to jail. For you. Yeah. And you're gonna And talk she about can that? royally fuck you over with the prenup because you cheated on her, but she's not because she doesn't want your reputation tarnished. So So you have the nerve to come in here and talk nasty about her? I don't know how she keeps paying it. You know what I I understand why she pays the legal bills because of her daughters, but yeah. I would be like Well, she doesn't have to anymore. Well, yeah, because now he's no, but I think they're still fighting it. Are they? Yes. I think they're still fighting the appeal. Oh, just leave him over there. Just leave him. At this point, just leave him. It's not like he's struggling in some of the... I don't know. He's in Italy. I, I don't feel too sad for yeah. you. It's a beautiful place to be. He'll figure something out. He'll figure out how to fraud the Italians over there. But apparently he's just, like, super bored because he's commenting on everyone's Instagrams, like, trolling people, essentially. And I love when he comments on things of Ch- Teresa and he's like, my maybe wife. Okay, sir, we don't need to know your maybe drama. <laughs> like, is she your wife? Is she not your wife? Are you legally separated? Not even he knows. <laughs> he's just out here commenting on things. Maybe he's trying to win her back through Instagram comments. <laughs> That's his method. Um, but what else happened? The drag brunch. It looked fun. I loved Jennifer's mother's reaction. The whole time sitting there with her arms crossed. Her face scrunched. But then it's also so sad because her son's gay and she won't even acknowledge that. And that whole scene was, like, very tough to watch when Jennifer was like, why can't you just say it? It was heartbreaking. And, you know what, I watched um, the Watch What Happened Live afterwards. With Jackie. With Jackie. And they sort of talked through it. And Andy Cohen brought up a good point that, yes, these are trivial shows. Listen, it's trash TV. But they do sometimes find ways to use it as a platform to mm-hmm. talk about things that need to be talked about. Yeah. And have conversations that maybe people aren't having. But so if you're watching this with maybe your parents and they're the same way, you can bring this thing, these things up. Yeah. So, I mean, for all of the silliness and drama that goes on, every once in a while you get an episode or a moment where you're like, okay, at least this is truly helping somebody. Mm-hmm. Um... Jackie's Hampton House is beautiful. She, okay. I I love that, okay, but I love how the first reaction Jennifer had was to Zillow that shit, because I would have done the same exact thing. Seen how much it was bought for, seen how much it's worth, seen if they were renting it for $50,000 a month, which Mm -hmm. is crazy. Insane. And you know what? Honestly, I didn't know that Jackie had any money. I had a feeling she, I thought she had, like, very little money from the way she married... What's his face? Yes. Yeah. But she, I think she is, might be the richest one on Jersey. Yeah, because then they were talking, I think it was Jennifer was like, yeah, the mom was like, bought the ring and it was, she just dropped $15,000 mm-hmm. at the back. store to buy the ring for her daughter to get engaged. Well, to not get engaged, <laughs> to not, basically. Yeah, to not get engaged. 
that's, I mean, exactly. That's pretty good that your parents can buy a $15,000 ring for you to not get engaged. I mean, she, she low-key is, I think, the wealthiest one on the show. Mm-hmm. And somebody found, in one of the Facebook, Facebook groups I'm in, somebody found the listing on Zillow of her house. I think I saw that. Gorgeous. And, and I think it was worth even more. It was mm-hmm. like two, two point something mil. Yeah. Insane. Like, she, she's loaded, but she doesn't flaunt it or show it at all. No. And I I like that. I, I respect like that. her for that. I also think, like, it's just different because you look at, like, Melissa's house and then Teresa's house and, like, everyone on the Italian side and it's just, like, all of that, like, very typical, like, Italian jersey, like, gaudy. gold, gaudy, you walk in and Jackie's house is just, like, very, like, a very nice house. Like, not extravagant. No. But it is, you can tell it's, like, a very nice house. And you know what the, I think the other difference is, too, is that... I don't think any of these other women really came from money. Mm-hmm. And clearly her parents had money. So yeah. she's grown up with money and she still has it. Whereas they are all new money. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me as though she's probably old money. Mm-hmm. Also, this is jumping back. But when Dolores, is it Dolores, went to the hospital to get lunch. Oh, with, uh, with her boyfriend. Boyfriend. How much food did they get? At like, the hospital. <laughs> that was enough food to feed, like, 20 people. This whole Dolores and David situation, I don't think it's going to end the way she wants it to end. No. Because everyone keeps asking, and it's like, oh, well, you know, we'll get through the house first. And he, it doesn't seem like he really wants to commit. No. I think he likes things the way they are, because, as I think Frank Catania has said, he's married to his career. Yeah. So he likes being able to do whatever he wants and be committed solely to his job, and then every once in a while he gets to see Dolores. Yeah. I'm excited for next week's episode because we pick up at Mm -hmm. Teresa freaking out on Margaret, so... Yeah, so at the end of the episode, she comes into the house and says, Jackie, thank you so much for inviting... In, like, her high-pitched voice... Where you know she's just trying to, like, stir some shit up. Uh (laughs) Margaret, thank you so much for not inviting me. She just came gun-blazing. I mean, Margaret is, like, slowly getting on Teresa's bad side. It's not so, like, like, no, not at all. But I I don't know. It's not going to be good, but we pick up there, and they show this, a preview where they're at some sort of lunch, and Jennifer looks like she's getting into it with Melissa, throwing mm-hmm. shit at her. I saw that. Her. Did you see, they cut to, like, the people at lunch. Did you see that? And the people, like, sitting at the, like, tables around them look terrified. <laughs> I would love to be a bystander at one of these filmings mm-hmm. where they have a massive blowout. I I would live for like it. Like the one on Real Housewives of New Jersey when Bethany was freaking out at Luann. Yes. And you see all these people's faces. It's like, I would be perfect for this. <laughs> this is my, this is what I live for. I will give you all the reactions. All of them. Um, speaking of what we're perfect for, 90 Day Fiance... They're doing the tell-all, like, it's filming current day, like, today, I don't know if it's today, but, like, current state, because there have been so many sightings of Marcel at the airport, Mike at the airport, Angela at the airport, like, everyone's at the airport because they filmed the tell-all in New York, so everyone has to travel to New York, so. So, TLC, are you going to give us a call? <laughs> because we are your perfect hosts. Because you're... Host right now sucks. So. She just, she doesn't ask what needs to be asked. But, okay, so Marcel, the sighting at the airport. Yes. Okay, if you don't want, well, the spoiler's already out. I should have said this, like, 12 <laughs> seconds ago. But if Marcel's at an airport in Nebraska, he didn't leave the country. Like no, because think. he wouldn't have been allowed back. Mm-hmm. Although, do you think he would have had an exception? Do they get exceptions for, like, just a one-time visit? They can get a one-time visit thing, but he was also spotted in, Jan- like, early okay. January. So, so he like, didn't leave. He didn't leave. I think what happened was he either went through security, and it's supposed to, like, pre- not security, like, up to the security line, because we never see him actually no. go through security, and production is like, okay, now come back. Like, let's, let's refill like, it. refill, like, do stuff like that, and... And they're like, oh, you can't go. Like, they're trying to, like, hype it up to more. But some of the emotional stuff that they're going through, like, you can tell is, like, genuine. true and genuine. Or it could, 
there's like multiple theories going on. It could also be there a few seasons ago, there was this woman, I forgot her name, but she was in Georgia or something like that, and he was from the Dominican Republic, and they secretly got married. Didn't tell TLC. They filed the paperwork, so then they broke up, and then they had to say it because he wasn't going home, because they were already married. So, like, Anna and Marcel could have already gotten married, like, right away, because I could see them doing some stupid shit like that, get married, like, week one, all of this fallout happens, and then he can stay. Or he (laughs) had a connecting flight in New York, never made his connecting flight, and then is just staying. I could see that. I think that the emotions that they were having, to me, they seem genuine. She they seemed genuine. That's why I think it might be they got married already. She was, like, heaving. Yeah. It was so intense. I honestly felt sad for her, even though I predicted this from day one. I think they're married. I I don't... I still don't think they're going to be together. Even, I don't know. I don't think they're going to be together. I think they got married. And, and then the Then out. this happened. And... But he... Or, like, he's already past that point. So, like he can already get, like, the green card, technically, if they stay married for a certain amount of time. The next couple that was spotted, not couple, but Mike from Mike and Natalie, I know there's, like, multiple Michaels and Mikes, but Mike was spotted at the airport with flowers. Mike from the alien. (laughs) Presumably for Natalie. I don't know who else it would be for. Um, But, so that could be a hint that they might still be together, I don't know. I don't know that this is going to be a fight that ends the relationship, but I completely saw where he was coming from, where he is engaged to this woman, mm-hmm. and now she, and she has said, like you said, I love you before. Yeah. It would have been different if she had never said it before. Yes. And it was one of those things, because for anyone that's watched Are You The, not Are You The One, <laughs> wow, 90 Day Fiance in previous seasons, Ola, I forgot the guy's name in an earlier season, was like, it's just not in my cult. Like, when I have to say it, when I truly, truly am 100% in love. And, like, she didn't say it. And it was just, like, a cultural thing that she she talked about it a lot. And then, like, on their wedding day, she finally said it. But the fact that Natalie has said it numerous times before is the... That's a whole issue. Yeah. And now that she's saying, I'll grow to love him. You already said that you loved him, so... And, you know, I felt for him because, really, they just asked the the simple question, do you love him? Mm Mm-hmm. And then she sat there. And he listened to her. Like, he sat there and tried Mm -hmm. to listen and, like, tried to understand and, like, there was nothing. I just love when he gets up and he's like, well, that's a wrap. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And then she comes back and she's like, you know what? I think Michael should apologize to me. Wait, what happens? You break his heart. And you threw the wedding ring at him, the engagement ring at him. Yeah, you break his heart and then he needs to apologize to you? She pulled the classic girl move of, like, I'm going to give this back because I want you to want to give it back. to Like, the I want you to want to do something. And he wasn't having it, so. And that never works. No. You are never going to be satisfied if you're doing something and you want somebody to want to do something for you. If they want to do it, they're going to do it. If not... They're not going to do it. So yeah. you wanting them to do it, it's never going to end well for you. And she's like, I just placed, I placed it on the suitcase. No, you fucking no. threw it. So She was having a fit about it. And it's so sad because you know, like, he has such a great relationship with his, her mom. And, like, he was, like, crying to her <sighs> mom. And she's like, just keep calm and carry on. But her mom is a precious little angel. I know. It was it was heartbreaking. I think I'm more heartbroken about that relationship being mm-hmm. over than I really liked Matt, Natalie and Mike, but and was, they were the most real out of everyone. There was no produced drama, there was nothing. But I feel like now looking back it's like these there's these little red mm-hmm. flags that everybody But they was could annoying. also work like they were not so serious, like they could work it out. Yes, I don't think it's an end-all be-all. I also think we're missing a part. Like, it went from, we're so happy, we're, I want a baby with him, like, I love him, to him storming out in his pajama bottoms drinking beer out of red Solo cups on a street in Kiev. Like, we're miss. there's a link that's missing because it seems like this whole entire conversation, too, was set off by 
him just asking if she's ever applied for a K-1 visa with anyone else, that doesn't seem like something where you would take back and I love you. Yeah. I don't know. We're definitely missing something. I hope they are together. I really, really, really like them as a couple. I do too. I think that they're both pretty grounded, you know, aside from the alien stuff, but... (laughs) Everyone has their issues. Exactly. (laughs) For the most part, they both seem pretty grounded and rational. Yeah. The next couple, who's not actually a couple, but my new favorite couple, is the Juliana-Sarah relationship. Like, they are both, like, coming, like, at first it was, like, a little bit of tension, and now it's flourishing into this beautiful friendship. This is a relationship that we didn't know we needed on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. This is girl power, empowerment. It's... Her, I love the way that she is supporting Juliana. Mm -hmm. And she could have chosen, and I think maybe she said this as well, she could have chosen the complete opposite and been like, you know what, I want nothing to do with this. And she even, like, took back the co-parenting thing. She said, she's like, I know at first I said I didn't want her to co-parent, but now seeing the values that Juliana has, what she went through, like, all this stuff, she's, like, happy to have her in her kids' lives. And it seems like she had, I mean, we all sort of knew she had a a rough upbringing Mm -hmm. and she didn't come from a lot of money, but hearing the story from her about how she was essentially in this cult Mm -hmm. and she pretty much had no choice but to marry this man. And then when she tries to get out, nobody will help her. Yeah. Which is so sad. So she just runs. And she's 21, right? Right now. On the show. Yeah, I think so. She, it started when she was like, she was 14, I think, when the first yeah. modeling agency came. So I think by the time she married this guy, she was maybe 15, 16. Which is insane. That's nothing. To be in a mm-hmm. marriage that you don't want to be in. And you have to escape yourself. And then she went back to model, and then she got the divorce. And then I think she... The time... Her age is, like, very tr- weird, because then she, I know she goes to Asia for a little bit. And models over there, but she didn't speak the language, so it mm. made it really hard... And she talked about, there's a modeling, I was reading it that a blog that, or I don't know if it was a blog, but like a post that she did talking through that. So, and then maybe she came back and then I think that's when they met. Okay. And I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's, but regardless, it's like, it gives you a lot of perspective into Mm -hmm. her. And I almost feel like I'm with Sarah. It makes you respect her and Mm -hmm. like her even more because like, this is somebody who's gone through a lot Mm -hmm. and like Sarah said, she still has a smile on his, her face, though. Yeah. When she has a thousand reasons not to smile. Her dress was beautiful oh, when she put it on. Gore- it looked gorgeous on her. I mean, she has, like, that perfect bride mm-hmm. body. The, um, I was listening to 90 Day Cray Cray, mm-hmm. and they were like, this is the only wedding in 90 Day history that you're gonna want, like, that could be on your Pinterest board. Like, every other wedding, it's, like, thrown together last minute, or courthouse, which isn't bad, or it's, like, here's, like, a string of lights and, like, an officiant at the front, but, like, this wedding is gonna be beautiful. You know it's gonna be serious business. And, you know, uh, his ex-wife, well, Sarah, also recently just got married. Mm-hmm. We talked about it today. Yes. The, the rapper. I was looking at, I somehow stumbled upon her Instagram, and I was looking at the pictures, and it's it's just, like, nice to see them all together. Together. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are very few people who can work that out. Now, now looking at their relationship now, I don't think it's weird if she is the efficient efficient at the wedding. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's weird at all anymore. Yeah, I, I think that before we saw their relationship mm-hmm. unfold, we're like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> but, I mean, she's picking her up to go and try on this wedding dress, and that's, like, a very big moment in mm-hmm. somebody's life, and she didn't have to do that. Yeah. She could have been like, you know what, I'm just gonna drop her off and let her try it on by herself. And she was giving her some, she was giving her, it seemed like advice that she would have wanted when she was married to Michael. And fucking... TLC, did you see how they cut that? No. So, you know how she's, like, talking about, like, oh, it's all a hypothetical. That, what, the actual conversation is a whole hypothetical. Like, if Mike expects you to do, like, the laundry, the cooking, and, like, you're not a servant, like, blah, blah, blah. All a hypothetical situation. TLC cut it in the previews and then the, like, the commercials for this as if it was real and that's how Michael was at home. So they're trying to create drama where there's no drama. I could totally see why Michael's pissed off at TLC for the cut that he's getting of, like, this 
rich, like, taking advantage of mm-hmm. Juliana, just wants her to be, like, a house, like, trophy a wife. trophy wife, cleaning up all the time, and, like, that's not, especially because he does have a business, he's, like, it's gonna tarnish it, so I'm glad, like, they're showing that it was a hypothet- hypothetical situation. And I love how much she really craves that independence, and, mm-hmm. and she, the bike. The bike was so cute. <laughs> she just looks so adorable on that little bike. And I, she really is like, I want to work. Mm-hmm. I want to make my own money. I'm not going to be a house servant. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't, don't think I realized how much I was going to like Juliana. At first, I was like, this relationship is a sham. Ugh, I love them together. <laughs> on the surface, if you're just looking at her economic status, his, and their ages, mm-hmm. and how they met, you're like, this is a sham. Mm-hmm. She's marrying this man for money. And then when TLC is actually showing them, yeah. I'm sold. I feel like they're the only ones that have gotten a good cut. Oh, 100%. And they need at least, but they need to give us at least one couple. Yeah. With a good cut because everyone else is. is not getting fucking married, so. Yeah, exactly. There are no other happy endings here. I don't think Annie, like, we'll see next week the whole Annie and Robert fight. I'm team fr- fucking Annie. Like, Me too. I hated her at first. I was mm-hmm. like, I will troll you, but I am totally team Annie now. Like, but they weren't in this week's episode or last week's episode, so. No, because, I mean, how how much of just them fighting can you... Watch, yeah. And not to mention the fact, it's like, how much time do you think they actually get together? Because he's driving around all day. Mm-hmm. And they are I know, not enough apartment. to have sex three times a day. <laughs> right. Only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> the Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing is a little bit crazy. Like, okay, you have to... It's, you. But then three times a day is also crazy yeah, when a, someone has a job. Yeah, that's also aggressive. Like, I mean, I think that's even aggressive for somebody who doesn't have a job. Three times a day, every day... And he's older. He's, like, not, like, in the prime of his life. No, it's, sexually. like, sexually. <laughs> who has that much energy three times a day every day? Maybe you're 18. This man is, yes. like, 40-something. I mean, if you're having sex for five minutes three times each time, okay. <laughs> I could see it. But, yeah. They need a happy medium there, medium there but we'll see next week. Um, I think that's really all for 90 Day. There's good, no... Right? Jasmine and Blake are there, but, like, not much is happening there. I'm team Jasmine. Like, his music fucking sucks. So, yeah, I wouldn't be jumping around and, like, he's the, quote, air quote, VP of a record label. Like, mm, that's a made-up title. He kept saying that, and I'm like, but then why don't you have an apartment for the two of you? <laughs> it just feels as though if you were a VP of a record label, you would have your own place. Maybe. We're the VPs of this podcast, though. <laughs> but I feel like it's one of those things of, like... He made the record label, and he's the VP. Like, you know what? I I think we need a better title than VP, though. We are, <laughs> we are the co-founders, CEOs of the podcast. But you know what? We have apartments. We have apartments. <laughs> so we can give ourselves those titles because we have places to back them up. I can. <laughs> okay. We're going to break here. We're going to go to brunch. We'll come back, have Stefan, and then we'll... We'll go into this game that I have in my head, so... It'll be good. Okay. It will be good. We're back, so it's been a while from brunch. It is now 9 o'clock at night, and brunch has just continued throughout the day. Um, we are here with Stephanie Brindell. Um, Steph, say hi. Hello, everyone. So, we're going to play a game. We played it before. It is called... It's called Liar Liar, Ho on Fire. But it's high-stake version, so if Steph gets the question right, Sam and I have to drink. If she gets it wrong, she has to drink. So, are you willing to do that? Uh, Yes, I am. (laughs) But Steph did plan this great trip, Mm -hmm. this weekend trip, so she picked out this awesome Airbnb. A little funky, as we said in the beginning, but... But very charming. Holes a lot of in the ground. Yep, holes in the ground. <laughs> but a lot of character. Yeah. Not You're not going to get this sort of character with a hotel. No, I like it. Me too. I really loved it. It has like a heating issue going on right now. Yeah. But... It's a little chilly, but it's been a fun weekend. It has. Thank you, Steph. <laughs> no problem, everyone. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay. So, Steph... Unlike Sam and I, doesn't watch a whole lot of reality TV. 
but she does watch The Bachelor, so I know we don't talk about The Bachelor. I feel like that's just a huge time commitment, and I'm not willing to make that time commitment. Me neither. But we did get you some. We did get you some. Don't look at the question. She's trying to cheat. <laughs> she, Steph is trying to look at my phone right now. I did not know that answer. Um, we did get some Bachelor questions, so... Are you ready? You can't pull out your phone out. She just pulled her phone out. (laughs) No cheating. (laughs) Don't know the answer. Okay, Steph. Yes. Do you want a multiple choice question first or... Multiple choice. Okay. Okay. Let's go for it. When did Bachelor in Paradise make its television debut? A, July 2014. B, August 2013. C, June 2013. Or D, August 2014. D. You were right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Woo, yes, Oh, I guess that means we have to drink yeah, that. I don't know why we're clapping. <laughs> How did you know that? <laughs> really? Yeah. Only 14? Mm-hmm. It was a good yeah. guess. You said you weren't going to do well in this. <laughs> I did not think that was the answer. Okay. Are you re- ready for like the next 2016. one? Oh, shoot. What should I do? Okay. So, we've been talking a lot. You heard us this morning talking about Robbie Hayes. He was on JoJo's season. Robbie just came out with a company. We did mention it before. What is the name of Robbie Hayes' company? A. Insta Connection. B. Influencer Connection. C. True Bella. Or D. Rebella. B. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Incorrect. Good. Influencer connection could work because yes. it is connecting influencers with companies. It was so. I got a drink. Okay. Next one is... It doesn't have the answers written down, so this is not going <laughs> to help you. This has to do with Real Housewives of New York, but it's just a true and false, so you have a 50-50 chance. Okay, here we go. True or false? On Real Housewives of New York, did Bethany and Luann hook up while in Tulum, Mexico? True. No, you have to drink. <laughs> Clearly, she does not watch the show. I, I was going to say close, but I guess when it's 50 50, can you really be close? <laughs> Once in my life, I've watched the show. Okay, next question. Which Bachelor in Paradise contestant? was in a long-term relationship while he was on The Bachelorette. A, it's multiple choice, don't worry. (laughs) A, Ian Thompson. B, Bentley Williams. C, Juan Pablo. D, Justin Rigo. C, Juan Pablo. (laughs) It was Justin Rigo. Close call. (laughs) It starts with the same letters. We'll give you that one. (laughs) At least the J does. What season was he from? You know, that's a great question. (laughs) Before my time. It's a very good question since neither of us watch it. (laughs) From before Um, my time, I think. We're just here to deliver the trivia. We're not here to deliver the facts. This is going really well. If this was Siesta Key, we would have everything. We would have a down stat. Bachelor, bachelorette, forget about it. Okay. Back to the last question, Steph. Alrighty. True or false? 50-50 chance. Chris Harrison from the, you, mm-hmm. you know, I the know host Chris of the... Harrison. <laughs> I do know she him. Knows. I she does. Him. Personal, personal relationship with Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison is resigning. This will be his last year in the Bachelor franchise. False. You were right on that one. <laughs> I don't think he will ever, ever retire. Never. retire. It's cash cow. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for having me. No problem, Steph. Thank you for letting us record in Philly. So, so that's it for this week. Mm-hmm. That's all we have to spill. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Spill. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Podcast Store, and Spotify, really anywhere major podcasts can be listened to. And we'll be back next week, regular time. Bye. Bye.